Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Beamaz and Beamer, News Radio 930 WBEN. How's it going? Uh, welcome in. Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. And uh, we're uh, back together again. I, you know, Joe, I got an email. I just saw Chris Rock is coming to Shays. He's going on tour. And he's coming to Shays in June, Saturday night in June. I'm sure that'll be awesome. Oh, yeah. A bunch of people go see him. Um, I And it just spurred this in my head. I don't know why I was thinking about this. But, you know, 30, 40 years from now, 35 years from now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> who is remembered more? Who is more influential in pop culture history? Chris Rock or The Rock? That's a great question. Because right now, undoubtedly, The Rock is the more is the bigger figure. Yes. He's the biggest movie star out there. He's got the TV shows, clothes, drinks. Motivational speeches before the Super Bowl. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Rock is not on the field before the Super Bowl. No, he's not doing hype promos. Although he would be way more, and as much as I love The Rock, Chris Rock would be way funnier than The Rock on the field before the Super Bowl. This is true. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) A nice stand-up routine before uh, kickoff. (laughs) But who in so I mean the Rock is way bigger right now, and Chris Rock his heyday was probably like twenty years ago, right? Almost twenty years ago. But thirty five years from now, Chris Rock or The Rock, who's more memorable? Yeah, I memorable uh, amongst people our age is what is well, what you're going I, for. Just the general population. Thirty five. The year is twenty fifty. Who is kind of seen as a bigger deal in, you know, the history of pop culture, Chris Rock or The Rock? I mean, see, I go back. You said Chris Chris Rock 20 years ago, heyday. So I'm going back to all his HBO specials. Is he going to be remembered for that? I think that's it. 35 years? I think that's it. I think it's the stand-up and, you know, his style and everything. I think that kind of lives forever. On SNL when it was good. Yes. That lives forever. By the way, HBO Max... Why isn't all the stand-up specials from old HBO on HBO Max? They're not on there? Not all of them. Really? That's weird. That and old HBO concerts, nowhere to be found on the app. I I think it's Chris Rock. As much as I think you would be inclined to say The Rock, because he's, you know... He's really big right now, again. He's about five times as big as Chris Rock is right now. Yeah. But... The Rock has really had, like, a re... 
reintroduced. Like he is, he he was big. I'm not gonna say he fell off, but was kind of there, and now he's everywhere again. Well, he was he was the big, you know, the wrestling boom of the '90s, and right. they, I mean, all of them were huge stars. And then you know he tried out in Hollywood, and it just t- took a little bit of time, right, to build that. Took a little bit of time to get as jacked as he is right now, and <laughs> now he's the Hulk, right. and he's in every movie and on every show, and you can't turn around without seeing him. And he's the biggest star. I think 30 years from now, he's remembered, again, more as a wrestler or more from the wrestling yep. than he is from the movies. Because what's, you know, he's in all these big movies. What's the memorable movie for The Rock? Yeah. You, you, you posed this question to me before we went on the air, and I'm still struggling for the movie. Like, what is the movie that The Rock is in? I, and he's in so many movies. He's all in all the big blockbusters. What's the movie that The Rock is in that 30 years from now people are going to want to watch? I don't unless something gets a cult following, I right yeah. <laughs> I don't and I can't. I I don't imagine that happening. No, um, I I don't really see that. I think Chris Rock is. I think thirty years from now, people are going to be watching The Office thirty years from now. Right, and I think people are going to remember. Oh, you you don't watch The Office, right. they're they're going to remember Michael Scott. In the office, doing Chris Rock in one of the early episodes, and like that, that alone, I think thirty years from now will make Chris Rock. Yeah, I don't, well, just it, maybe uh, more. You will look back and you will think of Chris Rock as a more important public figure than The Rock thirty years from now. Yeah, I mean, you know, stand-up comedy. Obviously, with time, some jokes are outdated, but people still watch that. I mean, there are people that the Eddie Murphy stand-up special from the eighties. Is still one of the mo- one of the most watched stand up routines, and that's over thirty years ago. I think Chris Rock, yeah, definitely. If people can find him, uh, will be playing that old stuff. And yeah, I think he'll be remembered for his style. And again, you talk about the wrestling boom of the nineties. I mean, Chris Rock was part of a big boom in stand up comedy in the late nineties, early two thousands. No, it just I don't know why that question in particular. You, you always same with, name. You always come up with great questions. I that just popped in my head, but Chris Rock is going to be at Shays as part of his tour. Uh, security will be tight, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, you think he'll mention Will Smith? I mean, uh, probably, right? Yeah. I mean, he did with, when, uh, with Dave probably Chappelle. Probably has some other jokes. I saw him a uh, little under a year ago now going up and starting out his act. He was like a surprise performer when I was in New York City. Oh, that's right. Look at you. And he was right there. Good material? He'll be a little more polished, I'm sure. Well, yeah, yeah, he was testing some stuff out. It was funny. You think any of that stuff made it to the Shea Show? I mean, I, I would include it. Well, I was laughing. <laughs> I, was, I, mean, I, I couldn't tell if I was the only one, but I was laughing. That's for sure. Um, well, anyways, uh, from real performers to somebody who wants to be Joe, this story this morning, I am just <laughs> beside myself in Texas, where this substitute teacher is was asked to leave early. He. And there's no way this is the first time that he's done this. Substitute teacher at a high school in Texas was recorded by students after he started singing Britney Spears' Toxic (laughs) on a karaoke machine that he brought to the classroom. And, I mean, well, just listen in. Oh. Uh-huh. 
I think this is on the karaoke machine. It says, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. Take a shove your lips, I'm on a ride. Hit it. You know, as I'm listening to this for the second time this morning, he's actually not that bad. No, that's very entertaining. That's, you know, we, we all remember substitute teachers, and there were some that you'd look forward to, and then there's some you saw walk in the room like, oh, man, this is going to be a drag. At least, I mean, this, at least he's entertaining. He wasn't, it wasn't a drag, by the way. No. It just regular clothes, and then oh, they. That's not what the, I meant. He did the whole uh, thing with but, the lights. Yeah, uh, uh, entertaining not only is he sitting there singing you might think you know listening on the radio he's just sitting there singing no no he's got an entire light show going behind him <laughs> so while this, he's singing this is obviously not the first time this, this, this wasn't got- just like the karaoke machines in here let's check it out i mean he's got the lights going he's got the words this this is what he does hey so and so is uh, subbing today i wonder what song he'll perform for us <laughs> How does that happen? How does it? You're a sub. I mean, was he planning on checking out? Was this his planned last day as a sub? He's just like, you know what? I mean, I'm out of here. I'm just going to enjoy myself, and I'll put on a show for the kids. You know, maybe that's it. Is this the education we're getting? At the, I mean, I'd like to think, Joe, and I feel like we all have in our past, you mentioned it, like those favorite teachers or favorite substitute oh, teachers yeah. – and they kind of leave a mark on you, and you remember it for, like, the rest of your life going forward. I mean, this is one you'll never forget for the rest of your life, but it's for no good reason in particular. Yeah. <laughs> it's because, um, yeah, they were up there, which actually, you know what, maybe this is preparing people for college. Because as I remember, one of those teachers for me was I was in a college course, and I sat there at my professor for, like, 30 minutes of a class— um, it was world music, you know, one of these classes oh, you have to take. Yeah. Uh, blew into a didgeridoo, you know, think of like the Ricola commercials, but right. it's the Australian version of that for like 30 minutes. Which, as I'm looking at this substitute teacher, is basically the same type of performance as just bringing in a karaoke machine. You know, different music, different cultures, <laughs> but it's both on display uh, if you're trying to teach world music. I uh, actually, I don't even know. Th- this might have been a music class. Well, the- no, it was, it was math. But, um,. <laughs> It, it, it is just incredible that that's going to be the mark that's left on these students for, you know what, I remember school very fondly. A teacher came in, turned down the lights, and lit up his own, and sat behind the desk and sang Britney Spears for us for 30 minutes. Well, now that's the question. Now, again, I realize we're talking you know high school students in 2022. Did he go in saying he was going to sing that song, or was this a request by the students, he he had everything said. He goes, "What do you want to hear? <laughs> anyone, anyone out there? Here's the list. You plug it in, and it'll pop up, and I'll do my best for you." So here's a song from 18 years ago. It's uh, Britney Spears' "Toxic." I feel like when we had substitute teachers, Joe, at least it was uh, somewhat informative. You know, you might get the video. Oh yeah, right. They pop in a movie, but the movie would have something to do with the class. Yeah, the best was when you had the sub when the teacher. Uh, when the teacher didn't know they were going to be out, they took a last-minute yes. sick day because then there's nothing planned, and it's just a free. Especially if it's a teacher in a computer lab, then it's just a mm-hmm. free for all. You know, Oregon Trail uh, for 45 minutes. Yes, uh, I had that a lot. I remember that. Um, or just worksheets. 
Very rarely did karaoke make the sub list. I, I never saw karaoke. You know, now, as you know, Brian, I love karaoke. So I, I wish that a sub would have brought in a karaoke machine. But not just the sub singing that we all got to turn to sing one of our favorite karaoke songs. <laughs> Is this... Um... <laughs> It, it would. I mean, this would obviously be the most memorable thing. But do you have like anything from your past school memory, like a substitute teacher coming in and just having like the most ridiculous day ever in school? No, I I cannot think of just like unorganized. I mean, like I said, usually when a, a sub would come in, if it was a sub you liked, you knew okay, this is gonna be an easy day. Like you said, maybe a worksheet, maybe this, but it's gonna be I can talk, you know, because usually. I get sent to the office. I, I liked, I can't stay quiet. And if I had a thought, I needed to say it right then. And it got me in trouble a lot. If there's a sub, I can talk free at will. I'm not getting sent to the principal's office. That was always nice. It does, like, the things that stick into your head are often, like, the craziest things. I, I'm, for as much as we say, like, oh, there's great teachers and they stick with you. For I think a lot of that just kind of flies under your own personal radar. Yes. Like, you absorb these things, but it doesn't really stick out in your head. You can't, like, put a thumb on it and say, like, this, you know, Miss Smith in seventh grade, you know, taught me this, and that's the lesson that I'll remember. Like, it's, it's more stuff that just goes under, you absorb it, and you carry it with you even if you don't remember. The things you remember are the things like this. Yeah. Which I think... It does put a little bit of a stain on our educational system when you're just walking around with these memories. You have a teacher singing karaoke, doing the light show, uh, Britney Spears Man. Those students will never forget that. No. Uh, I remember Didgeridoo Guy from right. college. Right. I'll never forget in high school, um, everyone wanted the class with the one teacher because the entire class... Kick back at his desk with the paper up. I mean, he didn't say a single oh. word. And it would what just... was that? English? <laughs> no. I think that was uh, one of the history classes. You know, here, do the worksheet, uh, read the book, do this. Yeah. Anyone get my local section today? Right. Um, I'm missing it. I mean, that was the thing that you, it, it sticks out in your head. And that's what you remember, even though you do learn along the way. Did he, too, uh, go right to the comic section, or was he actually reading the news? I don't know uh, exactly what he was reading. There was a lot of the sports section in there, I think. You know what, you know what class, I, speaking of school now, uh, that I absolutely hated was study hall. You know, everyone talked about how great study hall was. Study hall sucked. You had to be quiet the whole time. You, you, know, you had to be working on something. I liked it when I was a junior and you were able to have a junior and senior and you were able to have free periods. Then it was my own time. Yeah, you go into the lounge. I mean, I remember I mean, it's, it goes to show your memories from high. You remember the things that are kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Those stick out to you. You don't necessarily uh, vividly remember the actual instruction. Again, even though you do probably carry a lot of that with you hopefully yeah. you learned a lot me not so much but you know the things i remember you mentioned you know study hall i remember in our senior lounge in high school we had a bubble hockey table oh, guess nice. what i did most of my senior year played bubble hockey we were playing bubble hockey all the time did it um, cost 50 cents um i think it was only 50 cents yeah. back then yeah. or maybe uh, maybe it was just like a quarter but either way i mean you were trying to get change and trying to find somebody to play like, who's going to play in bubble hockey? I remember leave, Tuesdays, new records would come out on Tuesdays. Many Tuesdays, after second period, all right, 10 o'clock, uh, things are opening, see ya. 
I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, something new came out, and I'm going to go home and listen. I, that kind of stuff sticks with you. Yeah. I feel like even more so than the actual lessons. Yeah. Now, I remember a lot, a lot of uh, my teachers had a lot of great teachers at Amherst, but one of the things that sticks out to me is my senior year. Uh, my buddy, who was, uh, was a year older, so had already gone to college, is home from town. Calls in and uh, says, oh, I got to take Joe out of school. Pretends he's my father. And I got a day off toward the end of my senior year. Pretends. Calls in like, oh, uh, you know, okay. something happened. I, um, my son, uh, Joseph Beamer, needs to, uh, needs to leave. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I'll call him down. So I got called down. Got to leave. There you go. <laughs> I, you know, hell of a system. The things like that. I remember when uh, our uh, we had gotten a minor fender bender on the bus going to school. Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of stuff that sticks with you. Um, you know, trying to think back to grade school. You know, what sticks out? I, I was actually thinking about this a little bit yesterday. It was so nice outside. I'm grilling hot dogs, and uh, both my wife and I. We didn't go to the same school growing up, but we were in the same school district. And I, I brought my plate to her, and I go, "You remember this?" Hungry man lunch, two hot dogs. <laughs> like, that's the well, best lunch ever. And uh, it was just like, that's what sticks out to you. That's right, yeah. It, it's it's a lot of the random stuff, but that will stick with you more than... Like you said, you absorb a lot of the information, but I can't I can't tell you a day-by-day, class-by-class, you know what I mean? Like, what I learned and when I learned it, it's all absorbed. But the crazy things, the... Yeah, that's the stuff that sticks with you. Someone chiming in, 803-0930 to join us this morning, 803-0930. The best substitutes were the gullible ones, where the class could just convince the sub that we should do nothing, which happened a lot, I think. Oh, yeah. The class confusing the substitute teacher, I mean, that was always good. I don't think this class confused the sub into uh, singing karaoke. No, he confused them. What the hell's going on? I don't think it was a thing of, no, this is, it's Tuesday, it's karaoke day. That's how we open (laughs) it every day. I don't think that's what happened. Uh, But there were a lot of those times where, you know, it kind of confused it a little bit. Uh, Someone else uh, saying there's, uh, had a lesson, had to leave and just go hang out somewhere else. That happened all the time. I remember (laughs) my, uh, who was the guy in the Fat Albert cartoon who had the hat that, you know, went down. Uh, people out there will know what I'm talking about. They had, like, eye holes cut in, and it was just, like, pulled down. It was if you had a winter hat on, but it pulled down to cover, like, everything but your mouth. But it had the eye holes. <laughs> I'll never forget a substitute teacher and my friend had a winter <laughs> hat. And then he, <laughs> the teacher turns around. He pulls it down. He's just sitting there like the kid from the Fat Albert <laughs> cartoon and he's just got the eye holes sitting there like normal for the teacher to turn around and dying laughing falling off my chair um i don't know what i learned that day no no <laughs> hopefully I, uh, it was something the the best though was when a, a, a substitute teacher would come in and they say hey we're gonna watch this today and the lights would go down and it's one of those days where you're just dragging you're you're struggling and you're like oh thank god they're gonna turn that tv on my head's gonna go on the desk and i'm mm-hmm. getting a nice 40 minute nap in uh, classes with the sub, or it was later in the day, uh, uh, what was it called? Thumbs up, heads down, thumbs up, the seven up game or whatever. You'd have one person go around, everyone couldn't look. You have your thumb up and they'd place thumbs down and then go sit down. There was one person who was it and then you'd have to guess based on whose thumb was put down. The person who was the like secret spy culprit who was placing all the thumbs oh, down. Like, who would they pick to put their thumb down? Yeah. That's... 
I gave a book report in uh, seventh grade, went in dressed as Roddy Piper because I did the, uh, his autobiography, Kilt and All. Uh, but these are the things that you remember. Oh, yeah. And then when you push all of these memories together, you start to question, what are we really doing here? <laughs> Secret spy games, kilts in class, Britney Spears toxic on the karaoke machine, videos, hungry man's lunch, everything like that. I are we doing the best that we can? I I, I like this person. Study halls where I got my homework done, so I didn't have to do it. Uh, this person at least was a little more prepared than me. Uh, I wouldn't do my homework in study hall. I would do my homework right before doing the morning announcements, uh, the day that it was due. <laughs> <laughs> I never. I mean, if you get into, you know, after a year or so of high school, and I mean, obviously there's exceptions. There's big, long papers and things right. like that. But if you haven't figured out a way to just do all your homework in school so that you never take anything home, right. whether it's before it's due or right after um, – you're not doing school right. No, you're no, not no. figuring it out. But is it worth it in the end? I mean, we're trying to we're trying to figure it out. I mean, the, everyone talks about canceling student loans. I don't know all these stories. It does make you think twice. Beam as and Beamer. We'll be right back here on WBE. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Back here, Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. This would have been, a, you know, more appropriate to bounce back with. I can't get enough of that story. That uh, teacher out of Texas, substitute teacher, uh, was asked to leave, didn't finish the day, relieved of his duties after he uh, just showed up to the class that he was substitute teaching with this karaoke machine that he brought to the classroom. Um, and light show and all, just started singing Britney Spears into the karaoke machine. Uh, <laughs> the uh, a spokesperson for the district says, I've heard worse Britney Spears covers, but the lights were a bit much. I like that they can at least have some sense of humor about it. But what? it is kind of uh, ridiculous, right? There's There's obviously a district that really appreciates it because he got hired right away from another district. He is subbing now in a different district. Is yeah the singing sub he goes around so, <laughs> like the music man. Could you imagine though? You're 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 and I, I know a lot of districts are short on subs right now, so I, I, maybe that plays into it. But can you imagine seeing this story and go, I need that guy on my payroll? <laughs> uh, no, I can't. Uh, maybe for the pep rally. Yeah, right. Can they actually bring- probably if that school was smart, they would bring him back for the pep rally. That's right. how it would kick off. Like because that story now i mean that it's in national news you know everyone in class is talking about it (laughs) everyone in that school has seen the video and has been talking about this sub like hey mr Mackey over here you know he's uh singing britney spears in class if they had anything uh, good that would be the final the pep rally the big reveal at the end lights would go out karaoke machine on uh (laughs) he's singing (laughs) how disappointed were those students the next day because maybe the teacher was off for the week the next day, the students walk in, and it's someone. All right, today we're going to be talking about algebra. Oh, oh come bring on. back the show. Come <laughs> on, yesterday. Someone texting in. 803-0930 if you want to join us here on WBEN. Uh, someone saying, I think that sub thought he was Jack Black in School of Rock. I, that's basically what it is, except <laughs> Jack Black actually tried to teach the kids the instruments. Yes. He was just... Uh, I don't know. He was looking for somebody to film him for his American Idol audition. Yeah, this guy really just, he was there to entertain. <laughs> Jack Black was actually trying to get a band together for a for a talent show. Listen, I'm here to entertain. This karaoke like guy that. was just It's there not like it. he's not providing a service, but he's here to entertain. I'd love to just talk to that guy. I'd like to know what was going through his head when he's getting ready for the day. All right, got to dress for work. All right, got my little bag here. All right, got the light machine. Hmm, which one do we go with? Let's just bring them all. And uh, what should I bring? Toxic by Britney Spears seems like a good choice. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but, no, it does bring into – and we were talking about, like, some of our memories from school. Like, the things that stick out to you in the he- in your head. And it's very rarely, like, the profound – I feel like there's very few, like, real lessons and things learned that – you will recall at a moment's notice. I mean, that doesn't mean that you didn't learn them or that they don't stick with you, but they're not the things that pop into your head when you think about school. You think about the ridiculous things. Right. I think about in-school suspension. I think about all the detentions, the morning detentions. One, There was one week where I, for the entire week, had to go to morning and afternoon detention to clear all my detention slips. And it was for all stupid things. I, I wasn't like a, a, a reckless kid. I just... I wouldn't. I didn't know when to shut up, and you know, I I would. You know, I am the kind of person that, and you know this, Brian. If something if if something comes to my head, I cannot keep it there, right? Because I'll forget. So I need to say it right then. And if I think it's funny, 
I'm going to say it no matter what else is going on. Yeah. I, I remember our soccer coach, he wanted to get us more tough in an effort, in a pump-up speech to make us a little tougher. And, you know, myself and a bunch of our friends were walking around in our skinny jeans, tight, you know, T-shirts and everything, little punks uh, walking around high school all day. And uh, one of the big things he said, which I'll never forget, and I still laugh about thinking, you know, every once in a while, just yelling at the top of his lungs, no more small and medium T-shirts. <laughs> it's just <laughs> that was part of driving the point home that we needed to get a little tougher and needed to start roughing them up out he there. He didn't like the skinny jeans. Nah, it was just a sign that you weren't ready to be tough. I loved it. It was it was so hilarious. Uh, but no, things like that stick into your head. And Joe, I think because of that. Because of that, that that's what sticks with you. I think that plays into people's perspective when they talk about this, you know, student loan, student debt issue. Oh, yeah. At large, right? Because it, it is kind of preposterous. You know, for me to think, I think about my own student debt and the things that stick into my head. And I'm sitting here thinking as I'm paying off this you know, pretty big loan every single month, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars while you're making nothing. And I'm sitting here going, I, what, what, am, what did I do? I, I, I took a class in college. I learned hot cross buns on the recorder. And now I'm sitting here paying $500 every single month for X amount of years, uh, trying to play catch up. And I think that is part of the reason because it's the ridiculous that sticks in your head I think that's part of the reason why people go, well, we should cancel student debt. We should move on from student loans and not make this uh, something that people have to worry about because it might not have been worth it all the money that you put in. Yeah. I I mean, hey, I walk out of here every day and go, I went to school for that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But you think about it, and I don't don't think that – that should be part of the mindset. The most memorable things shouldn't necessarily, I guess, influence you on that. Uh, before we dive in deeper, Jeff in Kenmore is a substitute teacher, and he joins us now on WBEN. Jeff, you ever bring a karaoke into the class when you're uh, doing a sub work? Uh, yeah, we had a sub. He tried, but we had a sub for like half the year. Because one of our, uh, you know, when you go to a technical, you know, like a vocational school, usually you have in the morning or in the afternoon, you'll have your shop class. And so for like two and a half hours, that was your shop. You know, we had a long period of maybe two hours. And uh, so I think he tried to do some work in the beginning, uh, but we had him so long that literally probably after a month, maybe a few weeks, you know, we had all out gambling going on. You know, video games were then all the CDs and the Nintendos. I'm talking 90s, so 91, so, you know, and then we had, uh, or maybe 1990, we had, uh, you know, they would bring in their own little TVs. Guys from the neighborhood would leave the school, go get their equipment, bring it back, and then leave it in the class, and then we'd have, like, a whole Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, that's how you that's do it, That's a right? fun class. Right. You know, you know what I mean? And I, I, Well, he had so many hours to kill, you know, and then other people would skip into our shop. They'd have games go talk and these other gambling games going on dice you know, it was just going on forever you know like you know and everyone was in on it. it wasn't like you know other kids were drawing drawing or you know listening to music they bring 
you know, the radio was in, you know, and it would just be a hangout, basically, because what would you do? I mean, I mean, I mean how, how can a substitute teach your shop class? That's true. Yeah. Did you learn important life lessons, Jeff? Oh, very good ones. Kidding me? I know who it was. I learned a lot of life lessons in that in that shop. Let me tell you, including so, the rules of street dice. <laughs> maybe the most important life lesson of all. <laughs> Jeff, uh, thank you uh, for the call. See, Thanks for listening. See, lo- Jeff was lucky that you didn't have kids with phones in 1990 because there would have been some tattletale kid. That would have filmed what was going on. Oh, yeah. And that sub would have been out the next day. Yeah, so maybe that's all that's all out the door now. Yeah. You don't even think about that. Unfortunately. I, uh, I, but you think about it, and you said it uh, before Jeff was, you know, I'm paying all this for that. Right. Because it, it is the ridiculous stuff that does stick in your head. I, do you think it was worth it? You know, at the end of the day, college, uh, college and the student loan debt that people take on, I, I, your answer will vary wildly by student, right? It is what you make of it. But generally speaking, I mean, do you feel like you got your money's worth at the end of the day? See, I'll say this. I know this is this is so cliche to say. I College was more than just the classes, Brian, right? I mean, college was a lot of fun. Um, but the classes... Do you learn? I don't. I don't know what I took away. Here's the one thing that college got me. College got me a job here, right? I got my job here through college. Now, am I saying that I would have gotten that without it? I don't know. But literally, someone knew someone, and Joe Beamer ended up. So now you know how I got here. Um, someone said, "Hey, he's your problem now." Uh, but you know, college. I think it's it's more than just the classes to look at. But there are times where I think back and go. I could probably be doing what I'm doing now without that four years of college. Oh. Right? Yeah. Like, and, and that's no offense to I – ha, I had some great professors that I know listen. I had some great professors, right? And, and I loved my time with them. I loved their classes. I just don't think I gained anything I didn't before college. I, uh, you know, I go back and forth if it's worth it at the end of the day, right? Uh, because, you know, it's similar along the lines of what you said. It's more than just in the class. You know, right. I can't just look at Hot Cross Buns, the didgeridoo guy, um, and, you know, all these other film comedy, another one of my uh, great classes oh, you that cost money. great classes. No, I did. I mean, it's all terrible <laughs> to think that that's what you're paying for. But at the end of the day, I, I would think... much rather those in a class you have to maintain a Twitter page for half a year. Oh, uh, oh that sounds like a bad one. <laughs> um, but it is, you do get something out of it if you put something into it i just think about this whole thing though with student debt and i've said it before here you have to go one of two ways eventually and many other people have said it i've talked to jill schlesinger about this and she says yeah that seems uh, logical except people have been saying this for two decades and it just never seems to happen it's just you either in the future college is either going to be free or there's going to have to be no student loans whatsoever and they're going to have to cut down on things like didgeridoo guy and uh, the recorder and, you know, all these things well, yeah. that beef up the cost of college to where you have to take out this huge loan right now just to be able to pay for it. There's no such thing as working through college anymore unless you're a pharmacist who goes back to college. I That would return. It would take a lot of time, I think, if there were 
less aid available, if there weren't these loans readily available for people to take out, uh, you know, whether that's through federal aid, the loans you don't have to pay back, or the loans that they give you at and, low interest. And like you said, I mean, less than some of the electoral credits that you need to graduate. That's the thing. It's either a slimmed down college or a free college. But when it comes to repaying people's loans, I often come back to the uh, just thing of uh, why. Yeah. Right. I mean, just you you agreed to pay for it. I agreed to pay for it. I'm not happy about it. And I did. And I did. I paid them off eventually. It took a while. Um, but we got to the point. Right. And I'm not happy that I had to pay for it all. I, right. It's just it took a while. But you do it because you know what you're signing up for. And this argument about, well, it's and it is true. It does hurt the economy to have so many people saddled with a form of debt that they have to continually repay. That's money that will never be pumped back into wherever it is right. in the local economy. But I could say the same thing about my auto loan. I mean, I could say the same thing about uh, any number of things. Like, I, well, shouldn't that be forgiven? I think in the future we might be talking about a free college or a no-loan college that's much more slimmed down, streamlined, cutting out all the fat. But when it comes to forgiving forgiving loans that were already given out, that people already took out, that's a decision you already made. And I think another thing, Brian, I think those are all good ideas. I I agree with you. It's something you signed off on. It's something you, you know, none of us are, you know, have a big smile on our face when you're paying your loan back. Um, And that's for anything, as you said. Uh, But I also think part of this is taking the emphasis off college. You know, there, there are people, I'm probably one of them, where you know what? Just college isn't for everybody, right? I mean, I was, I'm not that smart of a person. College didn't make me any smarter. There are people that maybe after high school, it's good to go into a trade. I think putting this emphasis off of college can also help the student debt issue because there are people that go to college and then never use their degree. What do you have all that? that what did you I have that loan for? You're on the right track. I think it's not taking the emphasis off of college. I think it's putting an emphasis on good advice. Yeah. And okay. how to help kids make a good choice that they will get the most out of. And for some people, it will be paying and taking out a loan and going to a college and doing whatever it is, right? For some people, it would be foregoing that entirely, going yep. to a trade. For some people, it would be none of that and some other option. Maybe it's the military. Maybe, But I never sought out that advice when I was a kid. And so I, I never got – and in my head, it was just – well, all right, you great. You have to go college to college because yeah. that's what you do. Yep. Um, or else, you know, you're a failure. And I know that was the, in the mind of so many kids uh, as they went through high school. Uh, someone chimed in. High school is quote unquote free. Even you know, somebody else saying, you're listening to the classroom tales, I'm thinking I'm paying for all that. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that is one thing. But that's you know, the college. Conversation is the same thing. When you look back at those loans, you know, like that's what I'm paying for. But someone saying high school is free, most kids don't care about it. Why would free college be any different? I don't think it would be. <laughs> I think that is part of the danger of going that route of yep. continuing this on, making it fully free for everybody. Then, just like everything that gets funded by the government, 
it keeps on getting bloated and bloated and bloated and it's new programs and it's a whole bunch of stuff and next thing you know you're not just playing hot cross buns on the recorder you're playing hot cross buns on the guitar and you know what i mean and that's the way that it ends up going and everybody goes in now because it doesn't take any uh skin off your back to be able to go and afford that and work it off in the future to you know make sure you're putting an effort in and so I don't think, but I do think it has to be slimmed down. It has to be made more affordable for people. And in large part, that might be on the colleges now <laughs> to figure out a way that, hey, we have all this stuff that people tell tales about. And that is the first thing. You know, I, I love my school. I think they do a lot of things great. But if you ask me how is college, the first thing I go back to are those two examples that I gave today. Oh, yeah. Because they're the things that stick into your head. How much of this is necessary how much money can we save our students by cutting back on it all to where we make college something that's accessible to everybody again, worthwhile, and, you know, something that, okay, you have to pay for, you have to put a little bit of money on, but you can work to pay it off yes. in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, I think those that's how this should be addressed more than just a, hey, we're going to pay all these uh, student uh, debt loans off. I, I don't think that's the right way to go. I think that route... Um, you know, slimming down college, getting rid of some of the ridiculous and making it uh, to where you can work it back and, and make the money. But again, I also say, Brian, as you said, seek out advice. Think uh, about don't it. just assume, hey, I have to go to college. Think about it almost as a trade school, but for things, you know, instead of uh, welding, you know, you're a trade school for whatever that skill is in college yeah. that you're, uh, you know, trying to go for. Being Teaching. an attorney. I mean, yeah, whatever that is, cut out all the fluff. You know, you don't go to a welding class. And then, okay, now uh, basic division. <laughs> right. Right. You know, time out from uh, what's important. Um, you have to learn about earth science once again. Yeah. Uh, that, that doesn't happen in those schools that uh, you pay for and hope to get a job out of. Why should it happen in the other secondary education? That's a great point. Um, someone chiming in. I had to take gym classes. Why I was a food management person. I mean, that, that's, none of it made sense. No. I ended up dropping my soccer class. Uh, because I didn't want to get sweaty and then have to walk all the way uh, in 15 minutes and catch another class and sit all sweaty oh. inside the next class. That was smart. Which who knows what that was. I don't know. I did take weather in college, too. I thought that would help me out a little bit. I took stats because I had to with a with – I had to have my math. Elect- what do you learn in stats? Yeah, it was it was nothing. It was, it was pretty much, you know, figuring out baseball stats. It was great, um, but <laughs> – I, I never use that. Like that's a that's a class from college I will never use. I mean, I don't know how many of them I am using, but that's hey, a different topic. Give me a recorder, and I'll show you college is worth. That it. was my next question. Can you still play the recorder? Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I, I have Monday's show idea already like upstairs. Like Ron Burgundy on the jazz. Here floor. we go. I am uh, a whiz <laughs> on the recorder. All right, I'll be back here tomorrow. Bmaz and Beamer on WBen. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 